The following is a sponsored program paid for by Robin Gwaltney, Gwaltney Group, Remax Results. Welcome to Rochester Real Estate, featuring Robin Gwaltney from Gwaltney Group, Remax Results, and Andy Brownell. Here's Andy Brownell on Rochester's News Talk, 1340 KROC AM and 96.9 FM. Good morning. Welcome to a beautiful Saturday morning. I'm Andy Brownell with Robin Gwaltney, Gwaltney Group, Remax Results. Good morning, Robin. Good morning. How are you? I am enjoying this prolonged summer. I know. It's great. I'm, I'm a little actually bummed because this week I have to go to Florida for a few days for um, the REMAX Elite Retreat. I mean, I'm happy about that because that's an honor. That's a, a meeting for the top 1% of the REMAX agents across the country. So that that part's good. But what's bad is I looked at our weather forecast. It's going to be just like today. It's going to be sunny and 80 like through Tuesday. And I looked at Marco Island and there's going to be rain. Oh, lucky me. <laughs> you, go, you go to Florida for the bad weather. For the rain. And, and yeah. plus it's probably... Don't take care. I, I just talked with somebody who came back a week ago, and they said, now this is September, right? So they said it was the hottest they've ever experienced down there in Florida. Oh, wow. Yeah, well, Marco Island was saying pretty much the same thing they're saying here, 80, 82, 84, so nice, but rain and clouds. Yeah. I think towards the end... Okay. Like the last two days, it'll be yeah. sunny. Whatever. Well, I can't well, complain. Changes all the time. I but, get it right. But, so let's, let's say today it is going to be, you know, tomorrow is going to be just like today where it's beautiful outside yeah. and maybe Monday and Tuesday. So this is what I want to tell people. You know how we just had that really heavy rainstorm like last weekend? Oh, yeah. Well, a lot of people said, oh, my gutters didn't work. The rain came right over the top. Mm -hmm. Well, yes, because the rain's coming fast and furious, but also because the leaves are falling. So maybe this weekend, if it's safe for you to get up on a ladder, I'm not telling this to everybody because sometimes I drive by and I see people that shouldn't be climbing ladders. It's just not a safe or smart decision. My dad broke his hip doing that. Yeah, it's, oh, boy. And even for people my age, your age, I think it's smart to have somebody else outside when we're doing it, right? Because just climbing a ladder is kind of scary. But good time to get up there and get those gutters cleaned out so that when the ice, when the rain comes and they start to freeze, you don't have a trough full of crap. Right. You know, we don't look up there and see it. And some people think, oh, I have the the gutter guards, so I don't have to do that. Eh, that's sort of true, sort of not, because, you know, those little things that twirl around those little helicopter things, whatever they call them, they like to lodge themselves right into those screens of those <laughs> gutter guards. Yeah, I've seen it. So just take a look at your gutters. Um, you know, it's nice out. You know what I, I also, I've seen people, and this sounds crazy, but I've seen people take advantage of some of these warm fall weekends to hang up some Christmas lights. Okay. Because no, now you're I'm being telling ridiculous. you, no, I'm not. I'm not. Because <laughs> then you're not out there when it's cold and icy. So, truthfully, but the other things are, feels like summer, so we forget that it's really not. So we still have our garden hoses connected. Yes, we do. And the next thing you know, it's a little chilly out. The next thing you know, it's downright cold, and we still have our garden hoses connected. So. Make sure that when you're done using them, I don't think anybody's out watering their lawns anymore. So, take not them after off. we got four inches of rain. Exactly, last week. exactly. And the lawns are just pretty much. Let's just call this year a hazard year for the lawns. 
I mean, unless you were one of those people that really took care of them and used a sprinkler system or whatever, I haven't seen too many great-looking lawns this summer. No, they come back. But, yeah, they uh, do, yeah. You know, you mentioned the, the hoses hooked up to the house, and I know it's mentioned all the time, but when I was a brand-new homeowner, guess mm-hmm. what? I you did it. One, I forgot. Yeah. I was told by my father to make sure I did that, but <laughs> you know how that goes. Oh, yeah. And so, yeah, I had a rather spendy plumbing bill. All right, so you remind me to remind our listeners in another month. If you haven't done it, get it off, right? But, I mean, honestly, I think it's okay to start taking those lawn ornaments out of the lawn and putting them away for the winter because then you're not outside dealing with the cold, crappy weather and you're not waiting until they're frozen into the ground because last year I forgot to do that and I was out there literally pulling them out of frozen ground. Because when the cold does come, you know it's going to come suddenly. And oh, no, not in Minnesota. And it no. won't be convenient for you either. <laughs> It'll be, oh, I'm busy this weekend. I won't be able to do it. The weather's going to turn on Monday, so I'll have to wait till the next weekend. I'm guessing we'll see some good open house traffic. I don't know. The You listen to the news, and everybody tells you about how high the interest rates are. They haven't been this high in 23 years. And what's going to happen? Is the government going to shut down and all the gloom and the doom? But I have to tell you, we've been busy. So people are out and about, and they are buying houses. And I think that with the weather we're having today and tomorrow, we'll have busy open houses again this weekend. I'm so sure I'm will. excited about that. It's like, let's just draw this buying season out as long as we can, guys. You know, another maintenance thing I thought of before we leave that topic completely, and I have to do it on mine, is the wood trim that's around some of the areas on the outside of the house that gets yeah. kind of dinged up during the yeah. summer. Yep. That needs attention. Yes. And if you have um, so-called maintenance-free siding that's made out of EFIS, which is, people refer to it as stucco, but it's a different product than stucco. And I've talked about this before, but that product is four by eight sheets of kind of a really super dense, for a lack of a better word, styrofoam. But whatever it is, it's, it's not permeable. So if you don't, even though they say it's maintenance-free, maintenance-free, it really isn't because if water can get down behind it from the bat, from the top, it can't get out. Oh. It can't evaporate through this stuff, okay? And so what happens is it starts to eat through to the inside of the house, and it literally will mush up your walls. It's bad, bad news. So make sure the water doesn't get in behind that siding. And how you do that is you just... Make sure you got a good bead of caulk, right? I mean, that's all it takes. So even if you have a maintenance-free house, you live in Minnesota, and there's always <laughs> going to be maintenance because we have such drastic, you know, changes in weather, um, not only temperature but humidity, and just we go from but we go through the gamut of the seasons, right? Yeah, we go from fall. the summer to the fall to the winter to the spring, and it's a lot of changing. And so we see a lot of the trust lifting, and people sometimes people get really nervous about that. Like if I'm showing houses and they say, oh, there's a big crack in the wall. Well, yep, we'll have that in Minnesota. Yes, you and will. then when it comes spring, it'll be gone. <laughs> it'll settle back down again. It's so crazy. I've got a piece of concrete that in the winter it will go up uh-huh. three inches. Yep. And then every spring, it drops right back into place. Yep, yep. I mean, it just, it does it. I mean, the ground freezes and it expands and it's just the way it is. You see a lot of it along the um, 
between the top of your driveway and the bottom of your garage oh, doors. Yeah. yeah, it's. I wish we wish we could figure something better out, but we can't control that. You know, I did put in a a seal product in there. Oh, that rubber expansive stuff? Well, I put that in, and this other stuff kind of makes a smooth, really attractive surface. Oh, nice. It's self-leveling goop. I don't know what it's called. Okay. And that has really helped a lot because it's preventing that water from getting into that gap, and that's what causes that Yes, it is. So you should get the name of that self-leveling goop so we can bring that up because that is something that people do ask me about. Like, what can I do about this? And I, you know, I tell them there are products out there and you can put kind of a, it's almost like a rubber, so it flexes. You know, I mean, you put it in like a caulk, but it's almost like a rubber looking thing. Yeah, Yeah. this 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 looks a lot better than that. Okay, perfect. You got to make sure whatever hole's in there is plugged up because it will flow right down the hole if you don't have it plugged up. Got it. <laughs> All right. So here it's we've we've turned maintenance from today. yeah home maintenance. <laughs> but you know what? That's important because that is one thing that when people buy houses, sometimes it's overwhelming. Like they just don't understand all the things. And so we really. That's why I love that we're back into a market where people can have a home inspection, right? Because I have never been an agent that uses a home inspection to tear the house apart and tell the seller you have to fix this, 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 this. I mean, you're going to find small things with used houses. It's not a new house, right? So if you find out that there's not a, you know, one of the light fixtures in the bathroom doesn't work, but the other one does, you may say, okay, are these the light fixtures you guys are going to keep or are you going to replace these? Because if you're going to replace them anyway, it's silly for us to ask them to replace it now so that you can replace it again. You know, so we try to use our common sure. sense, right? But it's really good because the inspectors are so awesome at walking through the house and explaining. It's sort of like a walking, talking, homeowner's manual. You know, like, this is your furnace filter. This is how you change it. This is how often you change it. I mean, you think you, you're you laughing. I can hear you laughing, but I don't you have no idea how many people have no idea. I know. You change it more often than you think. It's yes. the other part of it. Yes, <laughs> yes, absolutely. Because they'll tell you that. It's like oil changes in your vehicle, too. Yeah. Oh, you need it every whatever 5,000 miles, but then everybody kind of fudges, you know? Right, exactly. (laughs) Well, those furnace filters are pretty darn cheap, and they really will prolong the life of your furnace, your whole HVAC system, your vents. They'll keep everything cleaner. It'll just be better all the way around. So make sure you, and I always tell people, don't don't go buy a furnace filter when you need it. Go buy a dozen furnace filters, put them in your basement so that they're there as a, you know, visual reminder, oh, yeah, it's time. And some people are really good about putting it on their calendar as a monthly thing, you know, on the whatever day of the, the month. Bridge, yep. Just like, you know, daylight savings will be coming up soon. And because here we are, we're, we're I know. October. Halloween's I mean, around the corner. It's crazy. That's what I was going to say. i got to get the Halloween decorations up before we get the Christmas decorations. Oh, you don't have to hang lights for Halloween, for Pete's sakes. I'm not saying turn them on, Andy. <laughs> I'm saying get up there and put them up while it's safe and dry and warm outside. All right. So we all have our weekend tasks. Yeah, you got lots of things you can do. And if you're not busy, we, we can find something, right? All Come right. to the open houses. There you go. But we have to take a break. We'll come back right. in a minute. 
with Robin Gualdi, Gualdi Group Remax Results, News Talk 1340, KROC AM and 96.9 FM. We'll be right back with Robin Gualdi and Andy Brownell on Rochester Real Estate. This is News Talk 1340, KROC AM and 96.9 FM. Beef.com. Welcome back with Robin Gwaltney from Gwaltney Group, Remax Results, and Andy Brownell on Rochester's News Talk, 1340 KROC AM and 96.9 FM. Welcome back. We're with Robin Gwaltney, Gwaltney Group, Remax Results on a beautiful Saturday morning. And uh, I'm sure there are quite a few listeners right now who are cussing our names because they were planning a nice, relaxing weekend. And we gave them a list to do, a to-do list. To get their house ready for the cold weather. But I was thinking during the break, think, and you were talking about the beatings that our homes take in Minnesota. Last year, the temperature range went from minus 20 to more than 100 degrees. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. So 120 degree range. Yikes. Yeah. That's, that's, that is crazy. And then, I mean, people wonder why that's so hard on houses, but oh, my goodness, even... Like just the hot summer sun. People don't think, oh, Minnesota doesn't get that hot, but it's so hard, especially southern exposure on your siding, on your shingles. You'll see fading. I always tell people to think about that when they pick these, you know, kind of trendy dark siding colors. Like if you have a lot of southern exposure, you might want to think about that because otherwise in a few years, you're going to be looking a little washed out. We got things to think about that people who live in other parts of the country don't as much. And that's where it helps to have you come along with the experience because I never would have thought of that until you just brought that up. Yeah, I mean, it's true. You can always, you can walk up to a house and you can tell which side is the south side because it's the side that's about three shades lighter than the other sides typically, if the siding's been on a while. I know that they put, you know, these, I don't even see insurance companies do it or... Some of the siding manufacturers do it. They'll, they'll put siding out in the sun and leave it there for 10 years. Oh, So wow. there's damage to the siding that there's at least the potential they might be able to find a color match. Oh, because, wow. Because of that fade. Oh, that's smart. That is really smart because that's usually what it, – it'd be probably the insurance company that doesn't probably, do that. Yeah. Because sometimes when people have like, um, you know, a hailstorm – and then they need, they got one wall of the house got hail, one side of it, but then because they can't match the siding anymore because it's faded, or at least on part of the house, then they end up residing the entire house, which is not a bad thing for the homeowner, but no. it's not a great thing for the insurance company. Well, it drives up all of our rates eventually. Yes, well. it does. It sure does. That's the truth. Yeah, I'm surprised that... Um, you know, the insurance companies don't do some more incentive for some of those roofs that they're coming out with, some of those shingles that are made to last, like, forever and ever. Yeah. Uh, you know, we had the roof replaced on ours last year because of hail damage. And we had spent previously on the very expensive shingle. Oh, so you got the same ones back. Yeah, so they're probably good until I'm long gone. <laughs> <laughs> well, one thing so, your kids won't have to worry about. The house could be gone, but the roof will still be there. <laughs> Might be laying on the ground, but it'll look good. <laughs> oh, you're funny. How long have you guys lived in your house? Oh, gosh, now you're going to do that to me. 32 years. 
32 years. That's actually really awesome. I mean, that is something that you do not hear about very often. Um, we're seeing a little more longevity now because of people who have locked into some oh, great right. rates, right? They're like, oh, I'm in no hurry to go anywhere, so we'll stay here longer than we had initially planned. And you can't blame them, but it's all well, going to be a matter of time. They're still going to move because families will grow or divorces will happen or jobs will change, relocation. So when everybody says, oh, my gosh, the real estate market's going to fall apart, it's not. Um, I was talking to Brian, who is our marketing guy and tech guy. He works for us, but from Nebraska, but he keeps tabs on all of our numbers, our percentages, you know, whatever. And he told me that our September, uh, was up like 37% over last September. Wow. And our October is already up like 44%, something like that. That's, that's good. Yes. That's very so, good. <laughs> yeah. So, yes, people are still out there. They are still selling houses. They are still buying houses. And I don't mean to sound like a broken record, but it truly is a good time. And, yes, it might not be the most thrilling thing to hear. You're going to have to lock in at 7%. But lock in for how long? For as long as you have to until the rates get better and you can refinance. In the meantime, you might even be able to get the house for less than the list price. Maybe not. Just depends on how well it's listed. We're still getting anywhere from 95% to 102% of the list price. So it's not like there's any kind of fire sales. But the good news is rarely are you paying over list? Even when we get into multiple offers, it might go a few thousand or five thousand over, but it's not the twenty thousand over, thirty thousand over, fifty thousand yeah. over. We're not we're not experiencing that. So it takes so much stress off the buyers and just more time to think about it, more houses to look at, to choose from, not that pressure of a rushed decision. And then once you do get it, being able to negotiate and have your inspection and ask the seller to take care of the safety issues. I mean, it is a really good time to be a buyer. I'm not even kidding. And for the people who think, well, I don't really want to sell right now because um, then I'm going to have to buy something different. Okay, but you're going to be in that same position as a buyer, right? Sure. So it is, trust me, it's a... Fabulous time to buy or sell, regardless of what you're hearing on the news or wherever, who's ever trying to scare you. But, yeah, we're selling houses in all price ranges, you know, not just the inexpensive ones. We're selling the high-end ones as well. And uh, people are continuing to live their life. Just focus on that. Yeah, focus on that monthly budget. And it's like, if if this move still fits our budget, then let's do it. Why are we going to... You know, plan our life around something that's out of our control. Especially if you, during that insane period during the pandemic, rushed into and because of the rock bottom interest rates, bought a house just because it was the house you could get and it wasn't the house you necessarily needed or wanted. Why would you stay there? Um, yeah, exactly. And now you have the luxury to look for the one you really wanted. Exactly. It's, it's, you have to take advantage of get out there, make sure you do the shopping and find what it is you're looking for instead of settling. Yeah. 
Excellent. So we, we can help you. We can help you. All right. We're going to do another to. quick break, Robin, and return in a moment. Robin All Gwaltney, right. Gwaltney Group Remax Results on News Talk 1340, KROC AM and 96.9 FM. We'll be right back with Robin Gwaltney and Andy Brownell on Rochester Real Estate. This is News Talk 1340, KROC AM and 96.9 FM. Can an insurance bot station? Real Estate with Robin Gwaltney from Gwaltney Group, Remax Results, and Andy Brownell on Rochester's News Talk, 1340 KROC AM and 96.9 FM. Good morning, everyone. Andy Brownell with Robin Gwaltney, Gwaltney Group, Remax Results. And you know, after the second break, I always ask you about listings, Robin, so I'm just, I won't pose it as a question. Do you have, I guess I have to, do you have any listings? <laughs> I've got some listings. Actually, I have some that you've already heard about, but I want to bring up, okay? One of them is a gorgeous house out on Crest Lane. Now, this house actually sold, I don't know, three days after we put it on the market, and we accepted a contingent offer because, yeah, that's a thing again. You know, for a while it's like, what contingent offer? No, that's not going to work. But we accepted a contingent offer because it was a very desirable offer. You know, they were willing to pay what the sellers were looking for and um, the the date for the closing and everything else looked fabulous. Well, unfortunately, those buyers were unable to get their home sold. Mm. So after the three months or whatever that we gave them, um, the contingency came due and they couldn't perform. So we put the house back on the market as active. And by this time, the sellers had moved out. So they don't feel like it shows as well because they had it so beautifully appointed with, you know, beautiful furniture and rugs and art and everything. But it's still a fabulous house. But because they don't really want to go through winter with it, they just did a pretty aggressive um, price adjustment. So it is down to $950,000. And I know that one is held open today. I wish I knew what time, but it's on our website. Um, but that one is ready to move. And it is over 3,000 square feet. It's like uh, 3,157 square feet. And it sits on three acres, beautiful location, just go beyond Bamber Valley School. And then you turn left up into like towards Mary Hills and then right onto Crest Lane and it's way at the end. Wow. Yeah, that's yeah, a nice area. really there. pretty. So I really just want to give that one an extra plug because... Oh, just because of the way it's went, you know? Right. I, I, and I hate it when sellers get discouraged and I don't blame them for being discouraged. But like I told them, you know, if indeed that those other buyers would have gotten their house sold, well, then they would be thrilled right now. So some things are just out of our control, but that one is available. So go buy it. 2606 <laughs> Crest Lane, 950,000 gorgeous house on three private acres. All right. I mean, if you're looking for that, but it's a nice place. All right. What else do I have that I want to really, really push? Hmm. I've got a nice house that um, was probably one of the nicest houses in its neighborhood when it was initially built, but it's a little tired. And the sellers have moved up north, but boy, with a little TLC, this one could be just beautiful. It sits on a third of an acre up at 2018 7th Avenue Northeast. 
those sellers have also done a price uh, reduction. So we are at 4099. It's got four bedrooms, three baths, 3,500 square feet. I mean, it could be a beautiful house with just somebody moving in and, and they've actually started doing some of the freshening up. They've started having some of the wallpaper removed and some fresh paint. And it's amazing what just something like that makes a difference. Oh yeah. So it'll be fun when, you know, somebody gets it and has the whole thing complete. That's a lot of square footage for that price. It is in a really nice neighborhood. Really nice. So, um, I, I really am anxious for that one to sell. We've got some really nice townhomes over on Sapala Court Northwest. Yep. We actually, this is the final six. There was first a eight plex and then there was a six plex and this is the final six plex and the first two buildings sold out before they were even um, completed and I know at least some of the units are completed in these and these are two beds two baths about 1250 square feet um, two story and 289.9 you know brand brand new construction very nice really nice floor plan so we've got some nice townhomes over northwest uh, let's see what else. We've got a place out in Preston, Minnesota, 1175 Highway 52 North, Preston, and that one is 395. It's on an acre. It was built in 2006, three beds, three baths, 2,500 square feet, and listen to this, five-car garage. Yeah, I knew when you say listen yep. to this, I knew what was five. Coming. I know you love those garages. <laughs> I've got a um, high-rise downtown in the Five Oaks building, 317 6th Ave Southwest, unit number 307. That one's at 269. It's a two-bed, two-bath. You get a one-garage stall with that. Walking distance? Oh, yeah. That's a super walkable to everything downtown, so that's really nice. They're, they're hard to come by. I mean, there's not a lot of them down there. I've got lots and lots of... Okay, I didn't really mean to make a play on word, but I have several lots, not lots of lots, but several lots. I've got some lots out in Southwest in a gorgeous neighborhood, and they are, you know, a couple acre wooded lots, and I have, those are called Woodland Valley, and those are in the 300,000, like this one I'm looking at is 2.5 acres for 375 out in Meadow Crossings there, beautiful place. And then I've got a bunch out in Sally Ridge, Sally Hill. So lots on both ends of town. And, well, let's see. Got some great affordable housing out in Orinoco. It's 85th Street. So it used to be called, I don't know, or it was like a mobile home park. But then they added some modular homes on the outer edge of it. Okay. And what's really nice is they're like 267, 152, 192. They're brand new homes and they qualify for conventional financing. Okay. Oh, really? Not at a, you know, elevated interest rate or anything like that. So if you're looking for affordable, new, nice, and financeable, it's a really good option. Yeah. So we got a little bit of something for everybody and we'd love to help you, honestly. So, and 
I know people listen to this show. I get a lot of calls from people who listen to the show and say, you know what, just for the fun of it, will you come over and take a look at our house and give us an idea of what you think you could sell it for? And I am always willing to do that. And there's it's no expense to you. It's no commitment. It's just how do you get the ball rolling and how do you start the process if you don't even really know right. kind of what you're looking at for numbers? So if there's anything I can do, whether it's answer questions, come take a look, give you an evaluation, please never, ever hesitate to call because I would love to help. And what's that number to call? Call my cell phone at 507-259-4926. All right, Robin, thank you so much for spending the time with us, and we'll do this again next week. Awesome. Thank you. Thank you. It's Robin Gwaltney, Gwaltney Group Remax Results, News Talk 1340, KROC AM and 96.9 FM. This